You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 191. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. I hope you're doing great. This is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body podcast here today to talk to you about sort of an interesting topic. Let me get right in. Since we live in such a busy time and such a busy world, especially right now with all the chaos going on, I have to tell you that I'm I'm worried because the majority of my following are women and the majority are moms. And what I'm noticing is that this demographic as a whole tends to put everyone and everything in front of their own health, in front of their own needs, and in front of their own well-being. Do you agree? Do you feel what I'm saying? Are you that mom? Are you the woman right now who feels like you give, give, give to everyone around you, but just don't have the time to really take care of yourself? The problem with this, as you likely know, is that when you do this, your health, your mental state can all fall apart very quickly, right? And we have to understand that our life, our body especially, our body is just a physical form, right? But it's really your physical temple that you get. And let me tell you, everyone, you're only getting one temple in this life. So how you take care of your temple and your body is going to say everything about how you live your life, how you feel, how you age, and just really your health in general. And what I'm seeing is that there's a relationship that people either have or sort of don't have with their body and their temple, I guess you could say. And if you don't have a good relationship with your body, then potentially you are risking your own health, your own life, your own great way to live life as well. And you certainly won't be able to take care of all those people if your body and your health degrades at a rapid rate, especially as you age. Now, you might be thinking, uh, okay, so what's this episode about? Well, it's kind of about your relationship that you have with your body, but not the, oh, make sure you love your body or more self-love kind of relationship. I'm not talking about that, but more, do you trust your body? And really, do you listen to your body? Because I can tell you right now that your body talks to you daily And I would guess the majority of you don't hear what it's saying. And when you're in a good relationship, you listen, right? And then you should act on what you hear. And I just think we need to do a little more of that in the relationship with our body. And I'm going to go into a few details that will sort of explain and help you figure out if you have a good relationship with your body and how that might play into your overall health. So all of that after this. 
And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, it is coming to you from Consumer Reports on Health articles. They have some of the greatest science nutrition articles that I absolutely love. This one's super short, but it comes up all the time still. And even though the science has changed, and I've said it more than once over the last years, I still have so many people asking me, should you eat eggs? Well, if you're still wondering whether eggs belong in a healthy diet, in a McMaster University analysis of three studies involving over 177,000 women and men from 50 countries, they said that one egg a day was not linked to any changes in heart health. Eggs or yolks specifically are high in cholesterol, but the link between dietary cholesterol and blood cholesterol levels is not as strong as they once believed. And eggs are inexpensive sources of protein and other nutrients. Yes, you can have eggs, you should have eggs. And when I say that, I'm not just talking about the egg white, I'm talking about the yolk. Because the yolk, yes, it has cholesterol, but that is where all of the protein, the fat, not all the protein, because there's a high amount of protein in the egg white, but the healthy fats are also in the yolk. So eating the entire egg, some people feel is the highest nutritious way to get protein in your body because it has like basically all the amino acids that the body needs in one egg. So don't be afraid of having an egg a day. If you're like me, you have an egg a day plus maybe two egg whites with it. I love eggs and my cholesterol is better than ever. So just for a reminder that the old saying that eggs are not good for you and are going to raise your cholesterol, again, everything in moderation, but yes, you can have an egg a day. Okay, let's get back to the topic at hand. Let's talk about the relationship that you have with your body. And let me ask you a few questions and talk about a few examples, I should say. And you're going to see, I want you to sort of think about them and see how they resonate with you to think about the relationship that you have with your body. Now, trust is the foundation of all relationships, right? It's really no different from having a relationship with your partner your children, your best friend. So you've got to trust your body as well. And your body actually has to trust you. Now, I trust that the body is going to take care of me. I really trust my body. I take care of it. It takes care of me. I don't know about you, but I'm constantly mesmerized by all our bodies do for us. For example, you don't tell your heart to beat all day long, right? Your heart just beats every second every minute of the day you don't tell it to it just does it and you trust that it's going to do it right because you're living and you just go go on with your day and your heart just keeps on beating what about when you get a cut do you tell the blood and your skin okay go ahead and form a scab right now no it just scabs up and heals all by itself Hopefully, if you don't let it get infected, right? (laughs) But you don't tell it to scab. Your body takes care of you, and it's going to take care of a cut if it can. Do you tell your lungs to move fresh air into your body while removing waste gases? No. The body does all that for you. This amazing machine knows what to do, and all it wants to do daily is to keep you alive. When you are very fit and healthy, 
you tend to notice things in your body that are not right much earlier than other people, in my opinion. And when you can notice these things being present in the body, like something that's maybe gone a little wrong, when you can notice that quickly, you're really showing your body that you you see it, you feel it, you understand it. It's a positive relationship. And that's really no different than the relationship, again, that you have with your partner or your friends. When you trust it, when you listen to it, things work out a lot better. And you can do that a lot easier sometimes when you are fit and healthy. Now, here are some areas so that I can explain this a little bit better. Some areas I want you to pay particular attention to potentially this month. Now that I'm going to say them, as these things occur this month, I want you to start to ask yourself, well, she brought that up. How do I handle this with my body? You know, do I listen? Do I ignore? Let's start with the first one. Do you ever have a lump in your body? Have you ever found a lump or more than one lump? Uh, And I'm not just talking in your breasts. It could even be in your lymphodes lymph nodes in your neck, in your groin. I'll give you an example. Um, Several years ago, I found a very small pea-sized lump in my breast. And honestly, I found it and the doctor could not find it. And then I would have to show the doctor, okay, it's right here. And then the doctor would try it and he'd go, oh, he got, I don't feel, he couldn't find it. So what I'm trying to tell you is this was a pretty small lump, but I could find it. And I found it because I feel like because I'm very fit and healthy, I don't have a lot of body fat. I was able to really find this tiny little pea-sized lump. Well, eventually he did feel it. He said, okay, yeah, I feel it. Obviously, I don't think it's anything, but you know, well, let's get the, the mammogram on it. Now it was totally benign, but what this little tiny lump showed them, the doctor and the radiologist, is that I have very dense fibrous breast tissue. And so because of that, now they only want me to get 3D mammograms because that really helps them assess the tissue. Because actually, when they did the mammogram, they found lots and lots of those little pea-sized lumps, even that I, I couldn't even palpate, that were deeper in. So me having a strong relationship with my body, for one, I was able to find something that even a doctor couldn't find. Now, thankfully, it it was benign. There's nothing wrong with it. But it helped me get more information about my body and to make sure that everything was safe. Another example is I actually have another lump in my groin area, but I've had it since my 20s. So apparently, even in my 20s, I had a pretty good relationship with my body in that I palpated things, I found things, and I was never afraid to show it to a doctor. Now, this one is just a lymph node. And for whatever reason, it's always been on the swollen side, totally normal. And I wasn't afraid to tell the doctor or show the doctor because information is power. And even at a young age, I always wanted to know, what is it? Do I need to be afraid of it? You know, let's find out. When you have a really good relationship with your body, you tend to be able to find these kind of things like potentially lumps in your body. It's harder to find these if you're overweight, right? So that's definitely a plus of being a healthy body weight. A lump is something you never want to overlook. And in some weird way, I feel like my body tells me when I have a lump, okay? Because I find them. 
And it's not like I sit here and palpate my body all day. <laughs> You're probably all thinking, oh, she does a lot of breast exams. I do the normal breast exam like everybody else. But for some reason, I feel like I'm very in tune with my body. So sometimes I find little lumps and spots and I wasn't even checking for it, but my body somehow gave me a sign that it was there. Now, having a relationship with your body where you can touch it and not be afraid of what you might find is really a very big deal. And if you find something, you wanna always go to the doctor and let them check it because often it's nothing to worry about. So far, all the lumps I've ever found have been nothing to worry about, thank God. It's not always the case though. And the sooner that we find out, the sooner we can take action and help our body along. Isn't that what you wanna do with your partner or your child? If you find out something's wrong, don't you wanna help them and fix it? So don't be afraid to go to the doctor, find out what the problem is so that you can fix it. I actually know people who don't go to the OBGYN every year for their exam because they don't want to know. They're afraid that something is wrong and it's better for them not to know. I think that's crazy. You need to know. You need to get your yearly exam from the doctor. Please don't skip that appointment because you're afraid. Because if you're afraid, what if that's your body telling you that something is wrong? And if you caught it soon enough, you could save your own life. So make a strong relationship with your body and be, be good to it, all right? Now, the second thing would be your menstrual cycle. Obviously, this is mostly for the ladies. It's only for the ladies. How about that? Now, your menstrual cycle is definitely a really important one for women. It tells us a lot about what's going on in your body. It's important to know your body and understand your body and trust your body when it comes to your menstrual cycle. In all good relationships, you have to know and understand and trust, right? It's no different than with your body and your menstrual cycle. So the first thing is you should be tracking your cycle. I always tell my clients this, where are you in your menstrual cycle? So many people are like, I have no idea. You should have a relationship where you know where you are in your menstrual cycle. It is part of your body, it is part of your health, it is part of what's going on. So you should track your cycle. There's all kinds of online apps, even on the iPhone in your health app, there's a spot to put your period when you get it, all right? If you have a good relationship with your body, you'll want to know when is your period coming? When are you ovulating? You know, all of these important things that it sort of affect your daily life. For example, I know when I'm ovulating without having to look at my calendar. Because of the relationship I have with my body, like I said, I'm very in tune with what's going on in my body. And I can actually feel almost every month when I ovulate. It's called middle schmerz. And it is sort of a cramping, it's a weird sensation. If Right now you're shaking your head yes if you've had it before, you've recognized it before, but you get sort of a weird sensation in your ovary when you're ovulating. But in order to feel that, you have to be present in your body. And so many people are just not. You're not present in your body. You can't feel all these little things. And these little things are signs. It's your body talking to you. So I can feel when I'm ovulating. Um, there's also other signs, like sometimes you might spot that time of the month. And if you spot, do you notice it? Does that tell you anything? Are you concerned? Is it normal spotting because you're ovulating? Or is it at a time when you shouldn't be spotting and it could be telling you something? Um, what about weight gain? I gain one pound when I ovulate. I can gain two pounds when I have my period. Totally normal. So if I happen to be weighing myself, 
but I know where I am in my menstrual cycle, I don't freak out because I have that relationship with my body. I know what's going on. Um, I know when I'm about to get my period as well. I have a spot on my chest that I once had a plugged milk duct when I breastfed. And every month when I get my period, that spot on my chest gets super tender. So a couple days before I get my period, I can always feel that spot on my chest is super tender and I know I'm about to get my period. You have to be kind of in tune with your body, right? To feel that, you have to have a relationship with your body to be able to be in tune enough to feel something like that, but then it tells me I'm about to get my period. It's kind of good to know sometimes because maybe I'm super cranky with everyone and I have no idea why, but if I know I'm about to get my period, then I do know why. And that can help me. It can help me not be so cranky or to tell people, I just, I have PMS right now, just give me a break. (laughs) Sometimes you have to tell your family that, right? That's a good relationship too, to be able to admit it. And so these things are really important that you're in tune with your body enough to know where it's at with your cycle and that you don't freak out maybe when the scale goes up because you know where you are in your cycle. Um, Having more patience with your family during that PMS, certainly important because you know where you are with your cycle. It really makes a huge difference in your life when you have that relationship and when you're in tune with your body. Here's another example, bowel movements. I did an entire podcast on bowel movements. I love to talk about bowel movements because they, as I always say, will make or break your day, right? Okay, it's a lovely relationship with your body, but seriously, do you pay attention to your bowel movements? Do you know that something is off if you have loose stool? Do you even notice if you have loose stool? Or what about if you're constipated? If either of those is happening to you, do you ignore it or do you do something about it? Do you wait a few days to see if it goes back to normal? Do you wait a few months to see if it goes back to normal? You want to have a bowel movement every day. If something is changed in your bowel movement, it could just be something you ate. But if it's happening now for several days or weeks, something's going on. That's your body talking to you, part of the relationship. It talks to you. Do you listen to it, right? You want to figure out, have I changed something in my diet? Um, Am I allergic to something? Am I sick? Is something, a medication I'm taking affecting a bowel movement? You want to determine what it is, if it's chronic now or if it was just an acute condition. You don't want it to become a chronic problem. Again, your bowel movements tell you so much about the health of your body. You don't want to ignore these kind of signs. Um, I used to have loose stool, like all the time. This is like 15 years ago. I always thought it was crazy. I, it was just sort of when I was getting into nutrition and I ate so healthy and I always thought, well, that's weird. I eat so healthy, but every day I have really loose stool. Now it didn't really bother me, but I'd always read like what the perfect bowel movement should look like. <laughs> and it really shouldn't be liquidy, right? Well, when I finally gave up protein powders, guess what changed? my stool immediately. When I gave up protein powders, my stool became normal within days. Loose is not normal, just so you know, (laughs) okay? God only knows what the supplement was doing to me, that protein powder, but if I'd been listening better, I probably would have figured out when it started 
And it probably started when I started taking protein powders, right? And I would have maybe noticed that I needed to switch it a long time before that. That was my body saying, this doesn't work for you. Don't take this anymore. And I'm certainly glad that I don't use protein powders anymore. And my bowel movements are fantastic now. <laughs> they are not loose. So it's something you want to listen to. You want to listen to your bowel movements. Listen to your body. It shows you signs. A lump is a sign. It's telling you something. Your menstrual cycle symptoms are signs. They're telling you something. A bowel movement is telling you something. And I do want to tell you this. I have people who write on their questionnaires, I ask them, do you have normal bowel movements? And they'll write yes. And then I'll say, how many times a day do you have a bowel movement? And they'll say every three days. That is not normal, okay? You want to have a bowel movement every day. And sometimes I wish that the relationship they had with their body was even stronger so we could figure out, when did that start for you? When did you start having a bowel movement every three days? Was it literally from being a kid or was it later in your life? Was it when you started a medication? Was it start when you started a job? Was it, you know, with stress? Like whatever it might be, start being conscious of these signs now. Because again, it's your body talking to you. How about this next one? What is your relationship with your body when it comes to sort of feeling things? For example, hunger. When your body's hungry, it's telling you, right? You get this sort of like gnawing feeling in your stomach. You get a little hangry. Hunger means something. It is your body talking to you. It's not there to annoy you. I can tell you that right now. Hunger is one of those things that like, just like my heart beats and I don't tell it to. A scab forms when I'm bleeding. I don't tell it to. My lung exchanges that air. I don't tell it to. My body tells me when it's hungry. I don't tell it. So your body's telling you something, the amazing body, right? It's saying, hey, I need more calories. I'm not doing well. Hello, you worked out and maybe you're trying to lose weight, lady, but I'm starving in here. Do you let your body feel that way and ignore that red flag? Even when you're trying to lose weight, you should not let yourself get hungry. If you get to a point where you get hungry, I can promise you it will lead to binging. That's what happens to all of us. It is like, it is just the way of life. If you're going to starve yourself, you will probably binge very shortly after. And if you are the superhero that can handle that hunger, some people, I have friends, they don't mind. I don't know. I'm losing weight. I'm going to go hungry. I can eat 600 calories or 1,200 calories and work out for three hours. If you're going to be the hero that can handle hunger, all I can tell you is you're doing more harm than good to your body by being this hero. And it's not going to work. It's why you go on diet after diet after diet because you keep looking for a new quick fix solution. The next time you're hungry, I want you to thank your body for that beautiful information that it's giving you. I want you to fuel your body with healthy food if you're hungry. Even if you're trying to lose weight, I tell my clients all the time, my clients come to me for weight loss. If you're hungry, I want you to add X amount of calories. I want it to be this much of protein, fat, and carbs. And let's see if that helps satiate you. You cannot live your life hungry and you don't have to be hungry to lose weight. Your body absolutely needs those calories. So listen to your body because it's talking to you. It's telling you something very important. 
And a healthy relationship includes listening, right? No different than the relationship you have with your partner. Now, how about simply knowing how you feel? Meaning, do you have days when you think, I don't feel right, just don't feel like me? Maybe you're getting sick. Um, example for me recently, in a, a few months ago, was that I worked out, I did a easy recovery run outside, and my heart rate was in the 150s. Now, normally, when I go at the slow recovery pace, it's in the 130s. Now, I kind of got home and I even told my husband, he's like, how was your run? I was like, it was fine, but my heart rate was like really high, but I didn't feel like I was working hard, but it was really high. So then I thought, well, it's probably just the heat or something. And I really didn't think much of it until the next day it happened again. I thought, okay, something's off here. Something's wrong. Well, shortly after this, like a couple days after, I found out that my thyroid had been attacked by a virus. I've talked about it a little bit before. And I was hyperthyroid. And that will cause your heart rate to be super fast. So interesting that that was the only symptom that I had during my hyperthyroid time, which I don't have it anymore. Um, thank God it was a virus and it has passed. <laughs> but... Um, you know, do you notice things like that? Do you know what your normal heart rate is, your resting heart rate? Do you know what it is on a recovery run? Do you know what it is when you're working out hard versus working out as a, a recovery? These are good things to know because the more you know about your body, the better the relationship you'll have, right? The more you know about your partner, the better the relationship will be. Well, the, be the more you know about your own body, the better relationship you can have. And so I was really grateful that I knew what my heart rate normally is so that I could tell something was wrong because had that continued and I didn't get the blood work, I potentially would have gone to a doctor because I would have been able to know that something was feeling really wrong. When you don't know when something's wrong but you feel like something's wrong, go to your doctor, get blood work done because that can often tell us a lot. Now the next one is, that your body often talks to you through your skin. Do you look at your skin? Do you ignore when you break out? Because a breakout can often tell us a lot. It's again, it's the body talking to you. Maybe it's telling you, hey, you're ovulating or you're about to get your period. And that's normal. I break out both those times, potentially. Um, maybe it's telling you that you ate something that it doesn't like. For example, you're having an allergy to something. Do you pay attention to that? Do you get a rash sometimes when you eat certain foods? Well, if you do, your body's telling you something. If you ignore it, then this isn't gonna go away and it's a problem, right? You don't wanna ignore the signs. Um, do you look at a growth that you might have, a new mole, a changing color of a mole, or do you ignore those things because you don't really wanna know if God forbid it's cancer? Again, I, I have friends. Too afraid to go to a doctor, they're not going to have that mole checked, which is ridiculous because we have to get these ch things checked and taken care of immediately. Or are you too busy to even look at your body and to check your skin? You really should check your skin like weekly to monthly. And then yearly, you should go to your dermatologist and have them check your skin and all your moles. There's areas on your back that you can't see. Uh, that's what they do, even under your hair. 
they will check and that's so important. So figure out if you have a relationship with your body when it even comes to something as simple as looking at your skin. The skin is talking, it's showing you, it's telling you, it's like throwing the red flag in your face. So look at your skin and see if it is trying to tell you something. And then the last one is about pain. Do you listen to your body when something hurts or do you just keep going? That old saying, no pain, no gain, they've pretty much proven that's not true, my friends, <laughs> okay? If you have an injury and you trust your body, when you feel pain, you should stop what you're doing and figure out what is causing the pain. It is never okay to work out through pain. I tell you that right now. And if you're saying things, well, it always hurts me there, so I just keep going. Well, sadly, you're doing more harm than good over time. If something is hurting, you need to find out what it is. That's a red flag. Your body is talking to you. A good relationship with your body means you're gonna listen to the red flag. You're not gonna do that movement anymore because it's hurting and you're gonna see a doctor or as many doctors as it takes till that pain goes away or you can't do that thing right now, whatever workout you're doing. Also take note if you're constantly getting injured. One injury after another, you have pain here, then you have pain here, it's my knee, it's my back, it's my foot. Again, this, when you have one injury after another, is your body shouting at you. Something's not right here, we need to change something. And often we get these injury after injury after injury when we are overtraining or trying to constantly work through pain. Not to mention, often when we have pain and try to work through it, it causes a new pain or injury because you compensated. An example of this that happened to me because I sort of didn't listen, you see it happens to everyone, but I'm learning from my mistakes, is many years ago I was training for a marathon and I was in the garage and at a ladder dropped on my big toe. Well, I didn't think anything of it other than it was bleeding. Um, and I was not happy that my husband left the ladder there. But the next day I had like a 15 to 20 mile run. And I mean, my toe hurt a little bit, you know, if I pushed on it or like really like pushed off of it in a run, but I didn't really think about it at when I went to go for my run, what happened was because my toe was a little bit sore, I started compensating on how I ran that day. And because I had such a long run, I got a stress fracture. That's when I got my stress fracture three, four weeks before London Marathon. I personally think it was because of the toe that was probably almost broken from the ladder. But the issue was one pain created a new pain due to compensation. So you have to be really careful of that. If you are someone who's like, yes, my right knee always hurts, but I just go through it. I can almost guarantee you, you're gonna have a new injury coming probably in your hip or your back or some area that you're compensating due to that pain. So always take note 
if you're injured, if you're constantly getting injured, um, pain is your body, again, red flag talking to you. You want to honor it. You want to go see a doctor. If the doctor isn't sure how to help you, and I've had this too, I see another doctor. If, if they keep telling me I don't know what it is, I'll just keep seeing another doctor until someone can tell me what it is or how to fix it. You have to be really proactive out there because doctors are busy. I see it a lot right now and they're busy. And so if you have a particular pain that, that's a little odd, they might not have time to figure it out. And so that either means that you need to do a ton of research to figure out what it is, or you need to keep seeing another doctor until someone has the time to sit down and help you because something is wrong if you have pain. Now, what I have really noticed in my life is that when I have been my most fit, my most healthy, I can feel what's going on in my body the most. I feel like I am so in tune with my body in the last 10 years when I've been my healthiest self. And it's a great feeling to be very in tune because like I said, it's like having this really strong relationship with your body. And you can really only do this if you are checking in with your body and you don't ignore the signs that it's giving you. You should know your normal, whether it's your breast density, your bowel movements, your menstrual cycle, any pain in your body. And seriously, shouldn't your relationship with your body be a really high priority? You might even be listening to this podcast and realizing you don't ever listen to your body. You've had that pain forever. You've been constipated for 10 years. You, <laughs> you always feel a little bit off or, you know, you might be listening right now and realizing you have seen a lot of these red flags, but you never really listened or took that information to heart. And your temple, remember, you only get one, it deserves to be listened to. So if you find a lump in your breast, if you have pain in your back, if you miss a menstrual cycle for many months and you're not perimenopausal, let's make sure the first thing you do is see a doctor. Get a diagnosis. Because without that diagnosis, you cannot help your body. You cannot know. That diagnosis is information. And if you want your body to heal, we always need that diagnosis. How can you have a good relationship with your body if you're not willing to listen and then act on it, right? It's really no different than getting couples counseling. <laughs> if you know that your relationship with your partner isn't working, then often you'll get outside help to get things back on track. Well, that's just the same thing as listening to your body and then seeing a doctor to make sure that you can get things back on track. And I'm hoping that your relationship with your body is important to you because I can't express this enough. As you get older, everything is going to change in your body and it only gets harder in some ways, right? The body gets less limber. We have more issues. Everything's just a little more difficult. But if you don't start listening to your body now and taking action now to help your body, your older years are only going to be harder and harder than you can even imagine. And it's hard to get the body where it needs to be once you are in your 60s and your 70s. It's so much easier to start listening to your body now and make necessary changes now, when you're younger, trust me, because I've seen it in clients, I've seen it in my parents, I see it as people age. So 
My goal of this podcast episode today is really just to get you thinking, what relationship do you have with your body? Are you listening to it? Do you ignore it? And are you ready to make the changes it's asking for to be at your peak level of health? So think about that. Let that resonate with you for a while. Over the next month, maybe some of these topics come up and you're going to think of me and you're going to say, what did Kim say about my relationship with my bowel movement? Hmm, that's happening now. (laughs) Or what did she say about pain? That's happening now. Take the right action so that you and your body and your temple are the priority. That's it for today, everyone. Don't ever forget, if you need help with any of your health, your fitness, your nutrition, please feel free to email me directly, kim at earnthatbody.com. I am a one-woman show, always here to help figure out what program I have that is best for your goals. And all you have to do is email me. Earn That Body Podcast, always here to bring you health, fitness, and nutrition information you can put into play right away. See you next week, everyone. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.